Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Wheezy, from the What Is Truth podcast. Today's podcast episode, I'm going to play audio from a live stream I did quite a few weeks back. It's with Amber Huxley. This live stream has been getting many views and was actually brought up by Sean Atwood during the True Jordy quote-unquote tribute to Wildman episode. And two hours in and seven minutes in the podcast, Sean starts talking about a live stream with Amber Huxley. So this is the audio from that show. Sean went on to the True Jordy and tried to debunk it, saying that his Patreon had only existed for only one year, and so the three-year claim by Amber was wrong, which is what she says on this podcast. She since subsequently emailed me to clarify it, and she went through her bank statements, and it still stands. She was a Patreon donor for 13 months and was a PayPal supporter for two years. So Sean's shitty-ass attempt in trying to discredit Amber backfired. So I wanted to play this audio for you. It was a great live stream that I had. It was impromptu. We did not schedule this. But I can hear your microphone right now, Amber. Don't be scared. Oh, you can? Yeah, I, there you go. I perfectly. <laughs> oh, see, I'm quiet, waiting for Joanna to finish. No, that's what I'm saying. You got to turn your YouTube down. It's it's a little behind, so you don't want to pay attention to that. Okay, one second. Yeah, I actually accepted your invite like a couple of minutes ago. Oh. Yeah, can you hear me? I've never used Discord before, so I oh. apologize. No, you're fine. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. There's no feedback? Uh, just a little bit. Are you on a microphone, or what are you using? Yes, I'm on a headset microphone, yes. Wow. So just so, oh, I'm fine. Just so you know that I'm not a troll, because um, there's so many, oh, I'm fine. There's so many accusations about you and I and anyone that says anything remotely um, negative about Sean Atwood. We exchanged emails uh, within the last 24 hours. Right. Oh, you can yeah, I can hear you uh, just fine. Okay, I think there's a delay. Yeah, that's why I'm saying don't do not pay attention to the YouTube right now. Um, if you pay attention to that, it's going to throw you off quite a bit. I'm not. I'm not paying. I'm not paying attention to the YouTube. I'm actually on Discord. Yeah. Um. And I'm muted. Oh, you can. Yeah, I can okay, hear. I can hear the YouTube uh, in the background there. Oh my gosh, you're right. Hold on one second. No, you're fine. Hold on. <laughs> God, I am. I apologize. No, don't worry about it. It's a pleasure to have you on, Amber. <laughs> now I can hear. Okay. So just so, let me preface so you won't think I'm full. You and I exchanged emails yesterday. I gave you some information in reference to Sean Atwood, and you weren't surprised. Remember, you made a mention about there are probably thousands of them um, because I want you to make sure that, you know, I'm not a troll or someone pretending 
to be Amber. So who are you, Amber? How about we start with that? And I don't mean it, that in a condescending kind of way, just, you know, just so we have a, an idea of who you are. We know about your YouTube channel and, and, uh, well, I, I don't, I don't take it as a, anything disparaging or anything. Um, like most of us, and I know this sounds probably boring, but like most of us, I was a fan of Sean Atwood for probably about mm, close to five years. And as I started looking at various videos, I saw various inconsistencies. Right. And I started paying attention more um, to the chat, to comments that were there five minutes ago or a day ago, and then suddenly disappeared. That to the point where I had to start screenshotting um, negative comments or comments in which Sean's subscribers would ask questions, valid questions, and Sean would either shadow ban them or say something crass and delete the comments. So right. long story short, basically, um, there were some teenagers on a live, and Amy, and I call her Fat Amy. Um, I apologize if that offends anyone, but I can't stand her for reasons I will not really go into, but I have very good reasons to dislike Amy, and I call her Fat Amy. Anyway, she's one of Sean's, um, I would say, how can I describe it? She idolizes Sean Atwood. Sean can do no wrong. So if you question Sean, he will bite like a dog. Well, anyway, she was harassing some teenagers in a live it was probably about February of this year. And they mentioned a IG account, which is no longer um, there. It was removed. Anyway, on this IG account, it was a bunch of uh, school children that had listened or Sean had attended their schools and publicly spoke in reference to his life in prison and drugs and what have you. And they were basically um, tagging him and, and and saying things that a lot of us have should have said a long time ago. Right. They didn't believe a lot of things that Sean um, stated. And the two of the guys, the two of the young guys in the um, the IG, formed a secret Facebook group that some people are aware of, or some of my subscribers are aware of. And Sean eventually got that face group um, shut down. We had people that, um, we had two people who had sold drugs for Sean, who actually worked for him um, in Arizona. Uh, one of them I was able to verify. I was a mod sometimes within the group. These, these guys, they got rap sheets for the people. Um, they posted their rap sheets with, you know, identifying information but just enough to know that they weren't BSing us in reference to knowing Sean Atwood. Right. And they knew things that we verified, but we may not put in, say, a YouTube video, but they knew things about Sean that you can't Google, but you know it's true, if anyone can read between the lines. Right, right. Um, they, um, one of Sean's uh, wives, the Asian wife, um, I can't pronounce her name, 
but she's now married to um, a guy. She's changed her life. She was um, a drug addict and went through a bunch of drama with Sean. Um, and, and she's not a victim. She's very, she was very open about her, you know, drug problems. And so she doesn't feel or act as if she's a victim of Sean Atwood, but she was very blunt about him being, having a psychopathic nature and using people during the time that they were dating and their marriage. Um, yeah, but we, yeah, we learned all kinds of things and nothing that anybody would necessarily be shocked about. But yeah, Sean got that taken down. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was only up. It was only up probably about three and a half to four months at the most. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we. And, yeah. Yeah, we have a little private face group. We we have two um, Facebook groups actually. Oh, so I heard. Yeah, we've got one where we've got the super detectives in there, and then um, then we have another one where it's just folks that like to know each other throw memes out and just have a good time but nothing too serious in there you know because we don't want to get taken down either we never know when someone could jump in and try to set us up which has happened already we had a couple of people jump in there and try to set us up and we got rid of them pretty quick but it's 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 never ending with with sean atwood um and i've said this over and over all the things that he likes to accuse other people is what he does himself, you know, and it's constant projection. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, exactly. Everything that he accuses us of doing, he does himself. Indeed. Exactly. And that's his mo. Now yep. Sean's very clever. That's nothing new. The thing is, I would be very careful because I wouldn't be surprised if he possibly had spies, or you know, within your group. So I'm not sure what you're using as a vetting process, but. Just be careful um, well, as we, to who you let in your private groups. Yeah, we we moderate posts for that reason, so people can be posting, you know, whatever the hell they want. And then uh, we have a series of questions, and they have to answer every one of them, or, or we won't answer them. And one of them being is what their YouTube handle is. And if we recognize them, you know, be, as far as you know, being very active in the comments or live chats and whatnot, then it's it's right. a non-issue. Um, if we don't recognize you or you don't answer any questions, then we don't we don't uh, approve those. <laughs> but and this sounds harsh, but at the same time, it's for our own you know safety of our group as well. And again, the and I don't we think also it's do harsh the, at all. What's that? I don't think it's harsh at all. W yeah, I, I don't either. Where Where are you from, Amber? I'm trying to locate your. Your accent. Oh well, it sounds American-ish, yeah, um, but uh, and then other words throws me off. <laughs> I am. Yeah, my my father is British and my mother is American. Okay. And um, throughout my life, I've lived. My my dad's an attorney, um, an American attorney. Okay. Um, I'm saying that because Sean knows that this is so. Um, not that I'm going to tell my whole life story about my family no, no, background, no, no, but no. <laughs> some of the things I share. Atwood already knows. Yeah. Um, I'm from Connecticut area, and uh, I've lived off and on. Uh, my parents have some businesses uh, in the UK, and um, so, yeah, I've got a weird accent, a lot of people tell me, because certain things, they can't place me. 
I couldn't do that. that I was from America, but <laughs> some of the words, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to place you, and I, I was having a hard time. At times, you sound 100% American. Other times, uh, more, you know, European. But, uh, yeah. no, it's it's awesome. Um, how – so I've, I've seen you communicate with Amber Hollinger, which is another Amber. Um, you know, how, how do you folks know each other, if you don't mind me asking? Okay. Yes, I met her through the private Facebook group. Okay. And um, she was very candid with um, the two guys that were the two teenagers. Well, they're in college now. Um, and I'd rather not give their names because I found out later they actually gave their legal names, which I don't, right. I thought that was odd. But, you know, they were teenagers and they didn't really, maybe they didn't think about it. But anyway, um, yes, Amber was in the Facebook group and she basically let us know a lot about Sean. Uh, and his shady dealings and the things that he had put his parents through and his sister through and how even though they will never publicly his mother father sister publicly shame him other than say the book that his sister wrote um many years ago that i read um matter of fact i don't know if a lot of people know but sean's first book his sister basically helped and wrote most of that book. Oh, wow. I'm not sure if a lot of people... No, I yeah, didn't know she's that. Actually it doesn't surprise me, though. <laughs> right, right. But uh, I doubt... she. I don't think she's ever come on this channel. I don't think she would ever want to. Um, but, yeah, she's helped him a lot when it comes to writing. She's an actual authentic journalist. Right. Credible journalist. Incredible organization. Right. And she doesn't need a um she doesn't need to self publish. Not that there's anything wrong with someone self publishing, but um I think Sean has uh, self published a lot of his books. Oh put it this way, yeah. his family they know he is able to cuss. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Am I able to cuss? Oh, you can cuss all you fucking want, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, and I don't want to be the uh, the reason that you're on podcast. No, no. Yeah, I'm, I, I am a cussing machine, so by all means. <laughs> so I've heard and I hear. But um, in reference to Sean's family, his sister, his father, his mother, they would never obviously publicly you know, bash him, like most family members would no matter how vile, say, a family member was or, or what criminal activities they had done. But he has put his parents through a lot of emotional strain and financial strain. And that, I won't go into specifics, but that I know by fact. Wow. Um, it's by the grace of God that his parents are healthy and alive. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, have you listened to, you know, the stuff, especially when Chancellor and I get together and we do podcasts, a lot of the stuff that you're saying right now is eerily similar to what we have been saying, you know, for the last few weeks now. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, from what we understand, his one of his brothers or his brother is a is a photographer as well? Is, is that off no, base? No, that's his brother-in-law. His oh, brother-in-law. Brother okay. Um, Andrew Parsons, P-A-R-S-O-N-S. -S. Andrew Parsons was a um, royal photographer. 
uh, very renowned um, photographer for many years. Um, he took pictures and traveled with the British monarchy. And um, I think he did it for probably about five or six years. And now he has a private business, his own business. The thing is, when Sean would speak about members of the royal family um, and then hint or give you a bit of quote-unquote um, tea or gossip about the families and, and mention, if you go to some of his um, videos in reference to Prince Andrew, Epstein, Meghan Markle, um, Prince Harry, what have you, if he ever, you'll hear him occasionally slip and mention his contact. Well, his contact was his brother-in-law, Andrew Parsons. Andrew Parsons hasn't been a royal photographer based on my research since 2018, wow. Christmas 2018. And so a lot of that stuff he was either making up when he reads the Daily Mail uh, articles and he would just make it up because, you know, he gets a lot of clicks, you know, a lot of people, whether they're royalist or not, British or American, news or gossip about the royal family is of interest to millions of people. Right. They're very po you know, polarizing figures. So, um, when his numbers were low, and this is from someone who was used to be a mod of Sean's, he would do those little videos about the royal family. But it kind of leveled off because, you know, um, I would think, based on my experience, Sean, most of Sean's subscribers, yeah, they may take a little bit of royal family, you know, stuff. But other than, you know, Prince Andrew being held accountable for his crimes, they're really not interested in the royal family unless somebody dies. Yeah. And then they do their basic 10 days of mourning. <laughs> right. Yeah, do the... <laughs> Go, go through the motions, if you will. That's awesome. So, where are you calling from? Are you, um, are you on my neck neck of the woods, or are you in Europe? No, I'm in the I'm in the UK right now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I know when you emailed me, you were talking about some Thanksgiving Black Friday. So I, I was like, well, maybe she's out here, you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm shopping online. Um, yeah. I never go out, even if I was in the States, uh, to Black Friday sales and stuff, especially during a pandemic. Yeah, yeah I would be the person to get COVID. I'm not trying to, to uh, get sick and die. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, that's that's fine. Yeah, I I stopped going to those Black Friday deals a long time ago. Too many fights and too many damn people. <laughs> and you're not really getting anything. Yeah. yeah. No, you can get a lot of that stuff online, like you were saying. Um Yes. No, that's that's awesome. Uh, how did you feel about about coming on? Did you feel good or a little nervous? Um, yeah, it was very. Well, I was a little bit. In, yeah, I was a little bit nervous, but it was just impromptu. Right. And you have a great energy. I like your podcast. You have a a really great energy. Thank you, and, Amber. Um, that means a lot to me yeah, coming I from you. Your channel. And I support yours. Oh, but yeah, you say something too. So can even though i've told this to many people promote your channel not, amber do it i'm no, telling no, 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 you no, no, i'm telling no, you to promote way. it no, no, no. that that is just a little side thing you know yeah. as i learn information i will post it matter of fact it's something that i don't think i can necessarily present 
well or it needs a larger audience, I have no issues, no problems passing it on to you um, so you can present it or, or do your research about it. But the thing is, what I want to say is I don't hate Sean. I don't hate him. To hate someone, you would have it actually takes work and energy. I don't hate him at all. Do I like him or love him? No, I don't. I'm indifferent at this point. The thing is, what pisses me off and what motivates me to research and to find out and post these little videos, what have you, is because I hate for people to be taken advantage of. And Sean has taken advantage of financially so many people. And he's taken advantage of their spirit. Right. You know, um, I'll be honest with you, and you guys will probably laugh. When I found out that Sean was a fraud, lied about a lot of things, I started crying. And I'm not a crier, you know? Right. I felt like a fucking idiot. Right. I, I felt like a fucking idiot after, and I used to be one of his Patreon um, supporters too. Right. You know, I mean, I, I wasn't, you know, paying his rent. Well, he doesn't pay rent because he lives free in Guilford in um, Mike Hot Will's house. Mike Hot Will's used to run drugs with, um, I won't give his, his legal name because he's clean and what have you. And he's a friend of Sean's, but Sean has lived in the house that Mike Hot Will's um, inherited from his family. And so he doesn't pay any rent. Um, and not that that's any of my business, what have you, but this is just information that I've learned. Um, and he likes to pour mouth, but he is stacking his money up because he wants to get on a bigger, better platform. Sean wants to be like true Jordy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you heard, I kind of mentioned that when I was speaking with a uh, chancer last week was how he has copied a lot of true Jordy's tags for, you know, for the YouTube videos. And oh, you, yeah. when you see him on a show, he's kind of like fanboying out for true Jordy. And this is not a knock on true Jordy by any means. It's just, we're, we're, the knock is on that wood, <laughs> if anything. Oh yes. Because they, they have honed their brand. I'm so happy for them. They're, they're going to go on Twitch. Um, they put a video out on November the 18th and, uh, it, you know, they discussed their struggles and their team and how some people had to take pay cuts and their mission and just the passion, you know, the passion, right. um, that they have. And yeah, the thing is, uh, Sean is just not being authentic in that sense. It's, it's always about Sean. And I think, He's never going to change. Um, I don't think it's any of us that have channels out, and I can only speak for myself. We're not trying to change him. We basically want to expose him so people will be um, think twice before contributing. Like a warning. Yeah, like a warning label. Exactly. Exactly. So go but ahead if you want, want to, but. Do we want him maimed? Of course not. We don't want him. But we want him because at this point, at least for me at this point, reflecting on everything I know about Sean Atwood that I haven't put in the video, he is never, ever going to come clean. No. If he does, it will probably be under caution in a police station. Yeah. But he's never going to come clean because he has a psychopathic nature. 
And this is just based on all the stuff I've researched. A lot of stuff I haven't put out because I don't, like I alluded to you in the email right. the other day, I don't have 100% evidence. But I think that it's important that all of us, when we see inconsistencies and lies in reference to Sean, you know, put it out there. Call it out, yeah. Exactly. Just call it out. I'm going to put your uh, YouTube channel on the description of this video. So when this video gets uploaded, if you are listening to it on the replay, uh, the lovely Amber's YouTube channel will be in the description. Check her material out. I mean, and, and when you told me that... Some uh, of my most important videos have been removed by Sean uh -oh. until I got hit to... You know, this YouTube thing, you know, I'm a novice, like... A lot of people starting channels. Sean's been in the game for quite a while. He's very savvy. Oh, yeah. He is very good about getting things taken down, especially things that have a lot of meat. Um, he's taken down, I think, about six or seven of my videos. But those, in honesty, were the probably the most important videos. Right. Things that had, like, receipts. I'm surprised he hasn't taken down or tried to take down um, the most current one in reference to the stockbroker thing, but like someone's alluded to me, a lot of people already know about that. Then I've gotten lots of emails from people who did not know about that and have thanked me for putting it out there. So, um, you know, even though we may repeat some information, I think it's very important that we, we share it and it's always out there reference to, to Sean. Right. For example, I, I'll be honest with you, I do not think that T-Bone has gotten one dollar, I was going to say pound, but one dollar of that 18409 I don't know if it's in dollars or pounds. I don't think he's gotten any of that money. I really doubt it. I. You know what's funny? that Funny you mentioned that. I was hearing rumors that is T-Bone even a real person? <laughs> so... Well, he is. He actually is. He actually is. He is a real person. I don't know his last name. There's several of us trying to figure out and find out and research his last name. Um, about three weeks ago, no, about four weeks ago, I contacted the Arizona Corrections Department. Um, I spoke to a Mr. Knoll and also emailed him also. He is under, he has a long title. But basically, he is like a liaison between the public or journalists or writers who want to speak or possibly interview uh, people who are incarcerated. And he also answers a lot of questions. Yeah. It was clear. Uh, it was clear that he knew exactly who I was talking about because I posted links before I even spoke to him. I sent him two emails because I wanted to let him know. You know, who I was, I even sent my contact information for him if he wanted to speak to me on the phone in reference to Sean and how I learned of T-Bone. How I learned that T-Bone's first name was Timothy and T-Bone's yeah. birth date is either May the 4th of 68 or either May the 4th of 69. The thing is, two of my subscribers, one is retired FBI. You can't find anything on this person. Not to say that you know he obviously doesn't have access to everything that he did when he was active in the fbi but he should be we should be able to at least find a news article something that gives gives us the last name of t-bone right 
Um, and we can't, we, we couldn't even find an article in reference to like what crime he did. And let me emphasize, it's all in the effort. This is my personal goal. I'd like to write T-Bone, see if he would be willing to do an interview with me, or at least confirm to me that he, his family, his attorneys, or whoever he has designated that money that Sean has raised in behalf of him for approximately six years has actually received it a benefit benefited from that money. Right. And it's not just Sean taking the money, you know, because my, my gut tells me that I, I really don't think that he's really benefited or gotten that money. Um, somebody's mentioned too, um, that yeah, T- I believe T-Bone exists, but I don't know if he's alive. Oh, okay. you know, yeah, he could he could have passed. He could have passed. Well, someone you know? someone messaged I mean, messaged me on Facebook today, um, and I won't put their name out there, but they messaged me and said that they could they were checking in Arizona and were checking trying to get you know any evidence that T-Bone was an actual person and they couldn't find anything. So that was like, holy smokes, that's, wouldn't that be something if, it, you know, this person is just, <laughs> you know, they just slapped some right. picture of someone and, and created that GoFundMe. Wouldn't that be something? Well, the man that we see in the picture, yes, I believe that person is a prisoner. Um, they're either dead or alive. But is it the actual T-Bone that Sean has created this complete narrative of protecting him from prison rape. That's what I don't believe. So the actual African-American man that we see in the pictures, yes, I believe he's real, flesh and bones, but his name is probably Brad Johnson, you know? Or he could have been released 10 years ago for all we know. And I'm going to go back and listen to, because I'll be honest with you, I've only listened to probably three or four of those prison things. Um, about T-Bone, I want to actually listen to all of the interviews that Sean did with T-Bone because T-Bone was released um, a few years, no, 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 for a few months. He was released December the 31st of 2012. And for some reason, I think he broke probation. He was placed back in prison. The thing is, the contacts, um, there's a gentleman that writes for Vice occasionally. I'm not sure if people are familiar with Vice. Yeah. V is in Victor, I is in initial C E. Right. Well, his name is um, Nick Vesta. Um, contacted him about two weeks ago in reference to an article that he did in reference to T Bone. And and basically told him that I sent him the links to the fundraiser, um, mentioned his article, and if he had any information in reference to possibly T-Bone's last name. He said that all the information that he got at the time from what he can remember, and and mind you, he was very, he was open to talk about it, but he said it was so long ago, and he didn't have all the paperwork or what have you. All he remembers is that he got the bulk of his information in reference to T-Bone before actually speaking or interviewing T-Bone from Sean. He does remember. So T-Bone is a real person, but I'm not, uh, a lot of his stuff he got via Sean. Yeah. And certain things did not add up 
but his employer or you know the people that he contract to work for vice the only thing that they were really worried about is that they wanted to make sure that t-bone was not in fact say um uh, a mass murderer or a child molester or rapist because obviously nobody wants to profile someone like that unless it's in reference to them being caught or a victim is speaking out with what, what have you so the person that sean describes as t-bone from what we know was discharged with theft so this is one thing i do know for sure uh t-bone you know, as a, as an aside to what we're talking about, and I don't mean to digress or go off tangent. I do apologize. Basically, T-Bone is not a murderer, pedophile, you know, rapist, mass murderer. Uh, the thing is, yes, he has been shafted from the system. It, it's just a big jigsaw puzzle yeah. at this point. Right, and it and it leads back to Sean. Right. Um, as again, and I'll just say it one more time, I do not believe that T-Bone's family, attorney, or T-Bone has benefited so on that $18,409. What are your thoughts on Judge R Rickart or Rickert? Oh, yes. Laura Rickart. Laura Rickert was a person that prosecuted Sean, and now she is a, a judge. She's in, in good standing. Um, for those of us who were ardent Sean Atwood fans, you remember in his TED Talks and many of his talks, um, I think his talk at Cambridge and some of his more formal talks, he likes to use the phrase, you know, dirty dealings or the prosecutor put down the wrong sentence. And so that's why he was placed in the incorrect prison, a maximum security prison. And that's, that's not correct. She did not put down the wrong sentence. If she had put in, so I know of at least seven videos about the prosecutor, Laura Rickard, who's now a judge right. in good standing in Arizona, put down the wrong sentence. So that's why he was placed in maximum security. You know. He, he lies about various little things. It, Sean's whole life is like half-truths. Yeah. And as we know, that saying, half-truths are whole lies. So um, some people might not think it's necessarily egregious that he lied about something like that, but it's just one of many lies. Yeah. No. He didn't put down the wrong sentence. He was supposed to be in that maximum security prison based on his actions. It's a whole trail of lies with this guy. What are your uh, thoughts on Callie? Oh, well, this is my just disclaimer. She is a, a woman that has serious problems, and she's vulnerable due to her autism, right. due to the trauma that she's received. And I think she's being taken advantage by Sean and other people. And all I can do is hope and pray that she'll get help so she can live a normal life and be a parent to her child one day. That's basically, she's contacted me too via email. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. See, uh, I, I, but, I get mixed signals from her. Um, there's days, and I, I already made the decision that I'm done with her. I don't, 
I gave her opportunity to come on this podcast as well, but I'm done with her officially. But, she, you know, there's days where she acts like she wants to come clean and finally call Sean out. And then literally, yeah. like, two hours later, oh, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. You know, it's, I don't know. Man. It's, it's just a shit show. So, And like you said, I, I do agree that there's other issues at play. And, you know... And if you can see that there are other issues at play, I I just rather stay away from her, you know. But I just I was curious. Yeah, I do. What... And it's for me personally, it's not that um, I'm sympathetic to her situation. I don't fully understand her situation, you know. Um, right. Uh, she's had some really bad breaks in life, and that's that's horrible. But I feel that she has enough resources around her. And people who have actually tried to help her that I know that um, I don't understand why she keeps going back with Sean Atwood and other people who don't mean her. They don't mean her well. They're just using her. And I think it's sad. Well, and I, I said this like months ago. I think it was one of my very first videos that I did. I go, um, I, I think she's been used to... A messed up life that that's all she knows and so exactly. she knows how to play the fucking game she so she's not a hundred percent innocent so by me saying you know right. i i do understand that there could be other issues at play i am not saying she's innocent um there's right. a, you know she knows she knows the game and she's playing it so that's all there is to it and this is how she she's like a walking person that's dealing with complex ptsd yeah. You know, this is how this is how she functions on a daily basis. You know, um, I'll be very candid. I misjudged her initially and just wrote her off. And then the more I got to know, I said, okay, well, this person has clearly suffered suffered trauma, and it has and hasn't dealt with it. Right. And so, you know, I'm sure she's listening. If if you're listening, Callie, um, I didn't mean to be blunt because she said I was cold it wasn't cold it's just that I think that you need professional help yeah. I really do and there are people and resources out there that can help you change your life and yes it's it's not going to be easy and I don't fully understand what you've gone through but I do know enough that you do need professional help and I hope you do because I think your your child deserves to have a mother that's whole and living a, a positive thriving life. And that's what I wish for Callie. Because I've been accused of being um, snobbish and and uh, a few other things in reference to Callie. And no, I'm not. It's just that I'm not a professional in that area. Um, and there's nothing that I can yeah. specifically do to help her. And I don't want to aid in the... Um, being an, an enabler. Exactly. I don't want to be a party of... Uh, the, the drama in terms of her and Sean. Right. And I, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> no, I got you, man. Or ma'am. Ma'am is what I meant. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> the lovely Amber. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> there's a cut for the for the outtakes later on. Um, no, I, I, I completely agree with what you just said. There, you know, there, you've got to draw a line somewhere, though. You, you know... You can feel bad for someone. You can 
understand that not everything is working 100%. At the same time, you got to be able to call out the bullshit where it needs to be called out. And it, right. it, it's a fine line. And I think, I think we, you know, you and I both agree and, you know, there's, there's a little bit of blame going everywhere. It's not, see, cause I've seen people. Um, so I, I, earlier on, on this live stream, I mentioned that one of my videos, one of my early videos that I did where I called Sean a money hungry vampire and it's kind of cinematic. It's, it's only, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only four minutes long, but holy smokes in the last few days it has gotten thousands of views it's up to twenty-five thousand views and i have had wow. an influx of sean atwood apologists and a lot one of the common themes is everyone is ragging on cali and saying sean is a victim and and i find myself in a strange place because you know i, I it's not like i'm defending her but in a in a sense i am but that being said, I don't think she is free of sin as well either. You know, she's she has oh, yes. guilt yeah. associated Callie with this. Callie has enough faculties to know um, right from wrong. Right. And yeah, yeah, she has enough faculties. Um, I have a relative that suffers from autism. They actually suffer from um, Asperger's syndrome. They have a very high IQ. Their autism, because anyone that has a relative that's on the spectrum, you know that autism can manifest itself in many different ways. They're based, they have a photographic memory and they're genius. But when it comes to, say, parties or social activities, they are just like a lump. You know, they're socially inept in that regard. But when it comes to things such as technical matters and mathematical things or dealing with computers, they are, the person's a genius in that regard. But when it comes to social interactions or what have you, or relationships, um, it can be different and, and odd from someone who's not familiar with someone who has autism. But yeah, yeah, I wish her well. The thing is, I feel it's just a train wreck ready to happen. I hope she proves me wrong, but I just feel like it's a train wreck when it comes to Callie. Right. She doesn't get help. Oh, I wanted to ask you in reference to what is your feeling in reference to um, Sharon Gale and Andrew Guy's uh, situation? Oh, I actually touched on that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, when I'm did, sorry. Okay. No, I, I can briefly touch over it. <laughs> I went off on a tangent, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think you jumped in um, after Joanna, and Joanna well, had. I had spoken with Joanna right after my tangent, um, and I, I pretty much addressed the whole Sharon Gale stuff. Um, I pretty much, so, all right, fuck it, I'll just go over it. Sharon Gale was due to be my first guest. You know, now I'm like, I, I'm loving this whole oh, podcasting. I, I caught that part. I yeah. caught that part. Yeah. 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 So, and essentially. She, she's been crossing lines for a while now. Uh, you know, the biggest line being her slandering my beautiful aunt, Dragine. You can't do that. I, I love, I love, um, I call her Aunt Dragine now instead of Aunt Dragine. <laughs> but because she really is like an aunt to me. Um, you know, just um, sends me words of encouragement. 
we come from two different lifestyles, you know, like cultures and, and whatnot. But the love is there, like just a very warm and caring human being. And to see the lovely Androgyne getting dragged through the mud and getting treated like an it or a creature, something so vile and disgusting, yeah. that's a fucking line you cannot cross. And so when I heard that, I bit my tongue. I wanted to lash out then. But I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say nothing. Whatever. And then last week... I thought it was bizarre coming from Sharon, considering what she has gone through. So I just thought it was odd that she would just go ahead and attack. Um, Well, there's there's other... And I'll, I could email you what I think is going on there, but I don't want to say it on the air. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> There's other stuff. Yeah. There's other stuff going on, and we know about it, Sharon. It, it's not a secret. Um, and then, but yeah, and then she tried lying that, you know, well, she's tried sticking up for Sean, first of all, or second of all, I, I might say, first of all was when she went after Andragine, uh, but second of all, she started talking shit about my work and and not really my work more than anything craig my buddy craig's work who is an awesome uh detective you know he he is a sleuth and uh she tried to claim she had never heard of craig when that was a bull-faced fucking lie because craig tried commenting on her channel and he can't comment he's shadow banned so that just shows that she's a fucking liar over and She'll over probably again. shadow ban me too. Yeah. So Sharon, if you're listening to this, yeah, go ahead and shadow ban. Me. Oh, you'll you'll be shadow banned. I'll be fine. Well, she might be drunk right now, so you might be safe right now. You could be safe to go over there and talk some shit. <laughs> She's probably passed out. <laughs> but you know, and and I know that's mean, and, and some people. I think as soon as I started going off on that tangent, I lost like a lot of viewers. Which were probably Sharon Gale fans. But I don't care. It's the truth. And all that being said, she needs... That's another person that needs professional help. If you make a complete ass of yourself on a pretty much routine basis. And you're just showing there and just slurring away. uh, Looking like a train wreck. And... And no one, maybe she does because no one tells her this. So I hope she's listening to this right now. You need fucking help, Sharon. I mean, be mad at me for all the shit I've been saying or or the truth bombs I've been dropping. But the fact of the matter is, <laughs> I was you cringing. need fucking help. She was on a live the other day and basically it was mute. And so she was just rambling, but it was mute. I don't think she realized it was mute. Yeah, you know what, Amber? Um, I'm gonna name this stream once it uploads. I'm gonna rename it to a conversation with Amber Huxley. How's that? <laughs> Are you okay with that? No, don't do that because I, I came in midstream I and I'm gonna to, go no, back when you end this. No, no, no. To listen to I'm, the I'm gonna keep song. talking to you until you tell me I cannot know more. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, this is awesome. You you know so much. Um, your insights onto the whole Sean Atwood stuff is is awesome to hear from you, um, and from someone that was, you know, you were a Patreon supporter, so you were you were up and close in in that regard. So uh, to get those kind of insights, and this is what I told you too in the email. Remember, um, oh. I essentially told you that I I know you were a little nervous about coming on, and I said yes. Yeah. 
don't be nervous. Be yourself. You'll be just fine. Um, and if, I don't know if you're paying attention to the comments, but everyone's loving your voice and your accent. So it's been awesome. Well, someone mentioned, I'm looking at some of the chat comments and questions. I don't know, Justine, whether or not Sean and Callie were um, having coitus. I don't know. But to me, that's immaterial um, to the whole dad, daddy gate thing. Callie's here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Callie's up in here. I've got more professional on my case than anything. Just wish they do something. Who is this woman? I haven't emailed her. That's what Callie just wrote. Well, I have, uh, we've communicated probably about two or three times. Callie, th this is Amber Huxley, Callie. Um, if you, you know what? If you want to join the Discord server, you can be, it could be a three-way call. There you go, Callie. And uh, if, if you think Miss Amber is full of it, feel free. I, I, I'm not saying you're full of it. I, I, that's what, if I thought you were full of it, I would have hung up a long time oh, ago. Yeah, that's, that's I, you fine. know what I'm saying? I'll just reiterate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just reiterate, Callie. I hope that you will one day soon take your life seriously and change it for the better for yourself and for your child. Yeah. So I don't wish any ill against you, but I hope and pray because, you know, with Wild Man, look at that. Life is short and unpredictable. We never know. None of us are promised any number of certain days on this earth. Right. And, you know, I'm very healthy, but we could all, you know, you not promise. We never know when you're going to, to pass away. And not that I'm trying to be morbid or, or negative. It's just that, Callie, uh, you, when are you going to wake up and change your life? People in the comments, let's settle down a little bit. They're, they're unleashing on Callie. <laughs> Yeah, don't uh, don't attack Cal. Yeah, don't let's, attack. Let's not, and, and remember, Google is watching. Yeah, Google is watching. So let's let's be careful. Oh and, yeah. And this yeah. could this don't, also don't could be a setup. Callie. It could be a setup too. You know. Oh yeah. So yes. let's let's have Callie in we there. Should... Let's have everyone unleash on her, and it's a setup. So guys, don't fall for it. Uh, just ignore yeah. Callie. If Callie is interested in joining the conversation, she's more than welcome to join the Discord, and she can come on live. And there you go. Yeah, if if Callie, if you're willing to um, come on, I would like to ask you in reference to the quote unquote break in that occurred at your former residence. If you could give us more information, I would be interested. And if you if you don't feel comfortable talking to me, I don't have a problem getting off. But I would be interested in reference to that because I've received many conflicting pieces of information. Um, I'm just curious as to why you had to move and were those two gentlemen that came in, were they arrested or if you can give us information? And the thing with Callie, though, she she has said or told so many lies, um, even if she finally decided to come clean. I don't know how I would feel about it. You know, the other I want to say about a week and a half ago, two weeks, I had a, a few interaction w with her. Um, mm -hmm. But her little her little bulldogs, you know, little trolls jumped in, and I've completely ignored them. I don't I don't pay them any any attention. But uh, I, you know, I thought we were making progress and getting her. But like I said, you know, if, 
about an hour later, a couple hours later, she was back to Sean, the Sean Atwood side. So it, it's just hard with all the bullshit she's spewed over the oh, yes. the few months or yeah. whatever. Um, even if she decides to come clean, we would still have to analyze everything with a microscope to make sure that that isn't even complete bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, And that's because of all the lies she's given and told. And she hasn't come clean. I told her in that little interaction, I go, when are you going to come clean with some of the verified shit that you have told? And she never answered the question. So, I mean, take that for what well, it's worth. I won't delve into much, but another aspect, too, that we need to consider, too, is that, you know, Callie may be pressured by certain individuals or entities to keep a certain narrative. And that's all I'll say. Yeah. Well. So that's just one thing we need to keep in mind. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a whole shit show. Um. All done by his own hand. He could have chose not to mess with this or, you know, completely stayed away. But here we are, <laughs> all these months later. Um, do you, in your mind, after you had supported him through Patreon and whatnot, do you see a path for redemption, or is that has that path closed long ago? A path for redemption. Yeah. Um. I reflected on that probably about two months ago. I think that's something that it will have to be decided by the masses, the, subscri the subscribers who remain with him, not someone like me who who's left. I think, you know, whoever's still with him, they'll make that call. So whoever's still with him uh, through all the discoveries and all the deceptions and lies that he said or that are coming to fruition, they'll make or break him. It won't be those of us who got our little wake-up calls or got smart and left ages ago. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. You know, I, obviously it could be wrong, but that's how I feel currently. Yeah. Well, Callie's... Apparently, she's responding to the text messages. I told her to call in. Um, let's see. Yes, you can. She's saying she can't use it. She okay. can't use Discord. If she calls in, we can get her on a three-way call, and you can shoot your questions. I can shoot my questions. and uh, um, We'll see what happens. I it, Well, my it, only questions were in reference to the, um, the quote-unquote break-in that occurred the other day. The two masked men yeah. that were, quote-unquote, removed by the police. <laughs> it's so much nonsense. <laughs> I mean, I mean and, and, and if she calls in, that's why these are the things I want to ask her straight up. I'm like, how can you say this shit with a straight face? Callie, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at myself because I'm being very fastidious as to what I say, and I'm trying to be as very tactful as possible. Um. So I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at myself, thinking before I actually put the words out as to what I said. Because um, my quotes are things that you actually put in your responses to people on your YouTube because I read them. So 
I'm not, please, please don't send me an email stating that I was laughing at you because no, I'm laughing at myself because I'm trying not to trip over my that, words that's and say one of the something most, that I'll regret. Well, that's one of the most <laughs> frustrating things uh, in trying to deal with Callie. Um, she paints herself as a victim 100% of the time. It's like, you say this? Oh, you're attacking me. You say that? Oh, it's like, holy shit. When are you going to own up to any fucking thing, man? It's it's, fu- it's so frustrating. It's, I don't know. And and I've been told, you know, like just, just stay away from her and blah, blah, blah. But if she's willing to tell the truth, I want to I wanna hear it. And my doors are open you for know that. What? But if she starts bullshitting, hope- fuck that. I hope that one day that does happen soon. And this is why, because Allie has an outlet. Say you're able there to interview her or ask her questions that many of us are wanting to know the answers to. This could possibly be the catalyst for her definitively changing her life. If she can purge all the bullshit, all the lies out in a public forum, this could get the ball rolling for her changing her life in ways that matter and not just words so much so much shit and you know this is one of the things that I had said um, from the very beginning I had pretty much insinuated um, that if anyone was going to talk or turn it was going to be Callie sooner or later um, you know, right. Sean is going to get tired of his little plaything, which is, is essentially what she was, just a plaything. Um, he's, you know, eventually he's going to move on and she's going to find herself in a spot where do I keep being his little plaything or do I finally break out of this and make my own goddamn decisions? And so, I mean, Callie, there you go. I mean. You have every opportunity to get on the live. She's asking to click on the description, so that would be that would be quite the thing if she uh, jumps in, you know, on a three-way call with us. I would love to have you on the line. I don't know what your time frame is, Miss Amber. I should have asked beforehand, but if you've got a few minutes, that would be well, awesome. Well, you know, I mean, fine, but many of the questions that you're going to ask are questions I want to ask. So I'll let you um, ask them. I'll, I'll just sit back. Yeah. If there's any dead space, then I'll, I'll smuggle in a question or two. But we'll see. She might not even jump in. She she likes to tease a lot. Um, yeah. And so she might end up not even giving a shit. So. Uh, the Cali, if you are listening right now, one thing that I absolutely positively know, Sean Patrick Atwood cares nothing about you. I know that sounds cruel and horrible, but it's best that you know this from maybe an outsider. He cares nothing about you, is a user. And he's just using you. No. At the end of the day, that's exactly it. Um, but and you don't deserve to be used, Callie. You don't deserve to be used by anyone. And at the same time, let me add this, and you may not agree with what I would say. At the same time, you don't deserve to abuse others. <laughs> you know, it's that's a, true. It's a two-way. Oh street. yes, that's true also. Two-way. Street. But I've already told Callie that also. Yeah. Yeah. Via my um. No, and I I agree with you. Yeah. So, I mean, there there's your chance, Callie. If you here's your chance. 
people are listening, people are tuned in. Um, we've got the, the lovely Amber on the line. If you want to jump in, go ahead. I'll send you the invite to room number two right away. Um, I The only thing I ask if you do, Callie, is don't fucking bullshit us. We're, we're not, we already know what is fact and what is fiction. So don't fucking play those games or it's not going to work out. Let me just put it that way. You're 30 minutes from Wi-Fi? Well, then maybe you should um, set up a, another live is in the near what, future. With oh, me. is that what she said? She's 30 minutes she says, Yeah, she's 30 minutes yeah, from Wi-Fi. I figured yeah. she wouldn't. Uh, and and that's late. the thing. It's getting closer and closer, so... Um, Eventually, she will hop oh, yeah. one of these days. Oh, yes. I feel that Callie will eventually, very soon, she'll um, have an interview with you. Now, the results of what she'll say in that interview, who knows, but I would definitely be listening when you interview her. Yeah. Well, she might want to do an interview when, when we do an, another one. I mean, did well, it's up to you. I'm still, if you still wanted to do like a little pre-recorded, you know, podcast with myself and Chancer, that is still on the table as well. Uh, Chancer had given the green light, so, um, you know, and yeah, I'll consider we, that. Yeah. we can, we can even hand you the audio file and then you can timestamp the parts that you don't, you know, you want edited out or any of those, oh, wow. those That's... things. No, and I told you that in the email, you know, like... Yeah, happened, you did, what, you did. And I appreciate that. That was very kind of you. Yeah. Uh, I, I can be an asshole, but I can be kind as well. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I, and I mean it, you know. I I hope, and I think most people that have been following know that, yeah, I'm maybe a little loud and whatnot, but I, I am not a liar. That's one thing you can't call me, so... What I say oh, is my I'm not word. sure if you discussed this. Um, sorry to interrupt, but and I'm, it may or may not be of interest to your followers. But I had received some emails in reference to Sean's tribute videos or vlogs in reference to Wild Men, and uh, apparently, from two reliable sources, one of them actually contributed a tribute video for wild men yeah. John had told the person um, the people that made the blogs that he was going to make one big video a compilation of wild men and that it would be out like maybe in about four or five days but they realized quickly that he basically posted their various videos and that was because he wanted to monetize them yeah and um, to profit from them, basically. So there, you know, if there's one big, large video, I'm not sure when that's going to be out. I think he has probably about 12 or 14 at this point. I checked. I checked yesterday. Yeah, wow. that that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Man, video. Well, that's the thing. He again, a money-hungry vampire, he will willing to capitalize on anything, whether it's the death of his fucking best friend, allegedly. It's it's a complete mockery. And with all these shenanigans that he has done with GoFundMes, you know, that we've already tracked, especially with Callie, why it's not it's not off out of bounds to question his whole GoFundMe for Wildman. As 
messed up as that sounds. It's not out of bounds to think that. Oh, no, not at all. Not with his track record. Yeah. Not at all. Yes. And, and, and why, any of your subscribers, the people in the live chat, why must Sean Atwood be the creator of GoFundMe's and fundraisers? There's no other family member that can get on the computer and create one. Now, it's one thing because Sean has a large platform. I get it. He can post a video with links because he has a large platform to get people to donate. But why must Sean be the creator of Wild Man's GoFundMe's? One for his daughter and granddaughter, if I'm correct, and then one for the funeral expenses for Wild Man? Why must Sean be the one? Yeah. I know Wild Man has other relatives. I know that for a fact. And well, I know they know how to use the computer. I know this may sound crass, but yes, they were best friends. But why must Sean be the one to create the GoFundMe? No, that's a great question. It, well, it's the same thing with the GoFundMe that, that was for Cali. He was the one cashing it out, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, so it, it goes along those same lines. He was the one cashing out. Um, it was for Cali, but he was the one in charge. <laughs> yes. The bank of Sean. Yeah. God damn it. So much nonsense. So much fuckery, for lack of a better word. And if you're listening, Sean, if you're listening. I'm going to change the title to the right now. Honest, Huxley, is that with L-E-Y? I'm sorry. Pardon me? Huxley is H-U-X-L-E-Y. H-U-X, yes, L-E-Y. All right. I'm changing the title to the stream so that Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit more palatable for folks. So, Sean, if you were an honest person, an honest individual, you would have no qualms whatsoever with presenting while protecting the privacy of people and individuals, you would be able to present documents and information showing the various GoFundMe's were actually benefiting the individuals that you created them for. So, you know, we've gone back and forth many months ago, Sean. You remember, I still have those emails where you bullshitted me in reference to, oh, it's privacy issues, it's privacy. I don't want people doxing them. No, nobody wants to dox the people that you're creating GoFundMe's, people that contribute to your GoFundMe's that you create for other people for their benefit, they simply want to know that the individuals are benefiting from the GoFundMe's, their family members are benefiting from them, or their attorneys in the case of T-Bone, a.k.a. Timothy, born on May the 4th of 1968. And yes, we're still trying to find his last name because We don't want to harass T-Bone as you have falsely accused some of us. We simply want to contact T-Bone if he's in fact still in the Arizona Corrections Department of prison and say, hey, we know your story from Sean. We want to know, are you benefiting from the $18,409? That's all. So this bullshit, Sean, in reference to... Oh, I don't want people doxxed. Who wants to dox somebody in freaking prison? Or who wants to dox people? 
that that makes no sense. Contributors, your subscribers, they simply want to know that the people that you're creating all of these funds for are actually benefiting from it and you're not pocketing from it. And if you were an honest, genuine man, you could produce the proof without um, breaking privacy issues or what have you, but you could produce the proof to your subscribers and that would be the end of it. That would be the end of it. There's nothing that I could or anyone else could say because Sean Patrick Atwood would have provided all of the proof. Matter of fact, if I said anything after the fact, if you provided unrefuted proof, that say, for example, T-Bone has been the recipient of this money or his family members have, then I would be a fucking fool. Yes, I would be a fucking fool, Sean Atwood, to continue to harp on the T-Bone um, GoFundMe or other GoFundMes. So you have the power to stop this, but you won't. So you just generate more questions. Yeah. Sorry, rant. No, you're you're good. Rants are good. Rants. Usually, it's me going on rants, so it's nice to have another person going on rants. <laughs> That's awesome, Amber. <laughs> um, so people are asking about the plea deal. Do you know anything about the plea deal? Sean's plea deal. Yeah. You know, other than, I mean, mind you, I got that information from the old Facebook group. Yeah. And don't have like the, the you know, the tangible documents. But you can get all of um, Sean's criminal information in, that's, you know, released to the public by writing. I think it was like, it's like 25 or $30, the person who had it in the uh, the Facebook group. Yeah. And basically it lists all his charges and stuff. I did find um, his bankruptcy. He filed for bankruptcy just before he went to prison. Um, but that wasn't interesting because, you know, he owed, he owed a lot of people. Matter of fact, he's also still in debt to two of his attorneys too. So I guess his parents didn't pay for that. Yeah, yeah. he's still in debt. Matter of fact, one of them called him out on Twitter. Um, I forgot the name of the man's handle. I don't know if he still has a account, but the font or the lettering is black and white, the facade. And he has like, um, it's a black silhouette. Basically, the man's an attorney. And he actually is who he says he is because he used to have his link. I forgot his name, but um, yeah, he called Sean out in reference to uh, being a faux activist, but not paying his bills in America. Yeah. No, he's like just pretty much the same person ever since. No, no, Donna, I'm not a, a bitter ex. I wouldn't worry about I've her. Never she, she don't, don't, don't worry about her. <laughs> she, Donna will sometimes say nice things, and then. She'll say nice things thirty percent of the time, and then seventy percent of the time she likes to throw mean things. But no, well, she's entitled to her opinion, but I, I wanted to respond to it. No, <laughs> yeah, because but... think about it. Okay, use your use your prefrontal cortex, Donna. Use your critical thinking skills. If I was in fact a bitter ex, why would I have such tame videos? A bitter ex would really just unleash out on Sean, and wouldn't care about facts. Or documents, or links, or anything. I would just put anything out there. 
or I would put things out there that I don't have a 100% evidence. And I, I've discussed that with you, um, Weezy, in reference to some of the stuff that I have that yeah. I, you know, don't have 100% proof or evidence. So, no, I'm not. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, and I respect your opinion, but it's not it's not correct. I'm not a, a bitter ex. Yeah, no, clear the record. A lot of people, <laughs> especially online, a lot of people like to throw around unfounded claims. I get those all the time. Um, you know, lately I've been having... Are you a bitter ex? No. no. Oh, you, well... Well, now it's out there, goddammit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were we were cellmates in Arizona, and, you know... <laughs> There were some lonely times there, you know. <laughs> now, um, let me you you your comment brings up another issue, and I'm just going to try to be as delicate as possible. Go ahead, just shoot it out, Amber. It's all good. No, I'm not, just I'm not making light of this at all. Yeah, but I've heard that Sean may have Sean may have been a victim of assault in prison sexual assault i have no proof whatsoever no that, proof that's whatsoever. a tricky one that's no yeah no that's a tricky one yeah. and mm -hmm. i'm probably not going to touch on it because of youtube that's stuff horrible. yeah well and, and the thing is mm -hmm. it, it goes different ways i've heard conflicting stuff i've heard that maybe it's just a ruse to you know get attention off of him or you know, just to get sympathy. Who knows? Exactly. I yeah. Right. I, that's one of those things. And and also at the same time, if we fall for that bait, um, he can cry to YouTube. So I think it's best to oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of and stay away victim. from that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And play victim. Oh yes, yes. I have a lot of information in reference to people's accounts in reference to that issue, but I wouldn't touch that. And I wouldn't touch it because I never want to be perceived as making light of sexual assault. I'm of the thinking, I don't care whether it's a baby or a prisoner in prison, no one, no one should be a victim of a sexual assault. And I don't want to be put in the position where people could possibly misconstrue that or say that I'm making fun or making light of it. So right. yeah, I, I will never touch that subject. Um, no, now, and I, I didn't say you were, I was just... I hope well. Oh, no, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm just putting it out there for all those people that possibly um, are going to spin things that I say. That's yeah. all. No, 100% agree with that. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a sticky issue all around. Um, and like I said, um, you hear conflicting reports. So, And again, that's one of those things that's hard to tell what's fact and what's fiction. Just kind of... I don't know. So how long were you a Patreon supporter for him? About three years, a little three, three years. years, holy smokes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you were you were dedicated, so you were getting the little notifications and all that jazz, huh? So what attracted you mm. to his channel in the in the first place? Gosh. Um It was another oh it was uh, True Jordy, and they were interviewing someone. Okay. And then it was another interview with Michael Maisie. So you know how YouTube and the algorithm, if you're remotely listening or watching videos, 
a reference to anyone that's, say, in this instance, committed a crime, it's going to recommend uh, channels like Sean, what have you. But yeah. I don't remember exactly. I think it was someone interviewing a Michael Maisie. You know that cute guy from Islington changed his life around. He wrote a book, and he's also an actor. And so I remember watching videos about that and recommended Sean's. And so that's how I delved into and, and learned about Sean. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, nothing un unusual. Yeah, I just started following him when he started doing a little bit of the Epstein stuff. Just because I had something, I had been fascinated with that case and it felt convenient enough to have some goofy looking dude just reading uh, newspaper articles and uh, that's pretty much his shot to fame was just sitting in front of a camera uh, acting wholesome um, right. and reading these reading things. Mail, yeah and, um, and when you get articles. to know him yeah now with all the stuff that we know about him he's nothing but I mean that whole that whole character is a whole facade you know I get a lot of shit for for swearing and cussing on my motherfucking stream <laughs> <laughs> Some a lot of people love it, but you know I do get do get a lot of shit for it. But uh, I'm just being real, you know. And uh, other people, it's it's all fake. It's all facade, man. What, what do you want, real or do you want fake ass shit? And that's the bottom line. And Sean is as fake as they get. And and. The thing is, people that have been tuning in, did you see that stream where me and Chancer were on a live stream and uh, Sean came in, came online? Oh, yeah. Um, where he, he was... Amber yeah, he where Amber Holly... Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a good... All that stuff I remember from the, um, the old Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were... We were on that uh, live stream, and then Sean hops in for about an hour and a half. He was just going back and forth with us, talking all kinds of shit, um, basically saying Chancer rubs loads out to the thought of him and Callie, and, you know, and stuff like that. And then he was acting all cocky, talking all kinds of shit. As soon as Amber Hollinger comes in, dropping and slugging those truth bombs, he ran like a little bitch. <laughs> that was so awesome. Um, and, you know, that was one of the more classic moments uh, that we had, but it just goes to show, you know, I brought that up in, on a later video. I'm like, this guy that just sits in front of a couch with his little suit and tie talking about Epstein videos is not the guy you th you think he is. You know, and the best example is go to my live stream and watch him, you know, say the, you know, comment the stuff he was commenting that night. And you'll see it's a different fucking character. Oh, yeah. Did you get any inkling of that, you know, when in those three years that you were a Patreon supporter? Say that again. You broke up. You said something about in reference to the three years I was a patron. Yeah, did you get any inkling that he was fake or something was up? Any of that? You know, sometimes you get a feeling, but you, you're not willing to address it. You know, something is not kosher or quite proper. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And, but you don't want to necessarily believe it until you're, like, faced with the truth. 
Right. You know, I think me, it was um, a gradual thing. Yeah. It wasn't like in a matter of like a few days, oh, you know, Sean, the activist from London, you know, former drug kingpin, now, you know, horrible liar, what have you. It was probably over a period of four to six months where just certain things didn't add up. And I would listen, if I encourage your audience too, for people who may still be on the fence in reference to Sean being a slime bag, as Martin um, mentions, go back and just randomly look at some of his old videos. All right. And I guarantee you, as with me, you'll start seeing inconsistencies and lies and deceptions. Yeah, 100%. Uh, when you know the real Sean Atwood, you know, the Sean Atwood that talks about people jizzing in their pants and, um, you know, doing all <laughs> kinds of weird ass shit. When you see that side of him, it's hard to, you don't, I've seen his little live streams and, you know, it's funny every now and then he'll throw like little, little things at my way specifically. Like he was doing some Maxwell shit a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and I, <laughs> I tuned in and during that live stream, he's like, he goes, you got all these motherfucking trolls, you know, when has he said the word motherfucking, you know, that's something that I've been saying, but it's like, it's like little jabs, like he knows that I'm watching, so he'll throw them out there, it's it's a game, in essence, and um, he'll, he'll say certain things, and then he'll wink at the camera, like directed right at us, you know, it's, it, he's not even trying to hide it, really, you know, it's, what what do they call that hiding in plain sight? It's just it's another character, but it, again, it it all ties into he is not the person that people are used to seeing on TV. A calm, mild mannered guy with you know that's polite, uh, that's got manners and all this crap. He, he's he's nothing of that nature, you know. Let me ask you this: I personally feel like what is the point of him writing a book about Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, that saga, because we know whether you're American, British, nothing's going to really come to fruition in reference to that. Why? Because most of the pedophiles are wealthy peerage pedophiles and they protect themselves at the big conglomerate. So we are not going to ever see Prince Andrew, Duke of York, in handcuffs or being extradited to the U.S. Yeah. We're never going to see Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, nope. or any of the big wigs who've been connected to Jeffrey Epstein in handcuffs. So I'm thinking, why in the world is Sean writing a book? We obviously know that he does not have any contact. It would be different to say, say Sean was a former employee of Ghislaine Maxwell and worked in one of her mansions or was a former employee of Jeffrey Epstein or Leslie Wexler. Um, I'm not sure if your audience is familiar with Leslie Wexler. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, Victoria's oh, yeah, Secrets. Okay. A body right, Victoria's Secrets, Bath and Body Works. Um, do a little research. Whitney Webb is excellent in reference to I that. I love She's Whitney Webb. She's the one that got me on that. Yeah, several years ago. Uh, basically, a pedophile, an 80-year-old pedophile hiding in plain sight has been protect protected by the American government. Um, and that like gave Epstein a $70 million dollar mansion. 
Exactly. Yeah, right. gave it to him. Did, didn't sell it to him, gave it right. to him. <laughs> and it was under the guise that it would be used for a, um, a Jewish organization that was going to help Israelis, um, Jewish American Israelis that were going back to the old land. Right. And it was just a ruse. It's, it's just a big conglomerate of wealthy, filthy pedophiles um, protecting one another. Yeah. So I, I don't understand how is he going to make money off an Epstein book if he doesn't have any connections. What does he have connections to Will ba Bill Barr in reference to because obviously none of us believe that. Jeffrey Epstein um, actually committed suicide. Somebody murdered him. I feel personally, and this is just my gut, obviously I don't have any proof, I feel like the American government played a role in squashing Epstein to keep him quiet so he wouldn't spill the beans about all the pedophiles within the American government within our society. Oh yeah, no, no question. In my mind, I mean, it's not crazy talk to think that Epstein is probably still alive somewhere, um, you know, especially with the the kind of technology they have. Yeah, with the technology they have with surgery and even masks. Have you seen the masks that they have nowadays where they they make these masks and they mold them onto your, you know, basically onto your face, and they look completely real. You can't tell someone is wearing a fucking mask. And so um, it's not far-fetched to think that he's probably still alive. I mean... Look at all the people within government. You had William Barr, uh, you know Trump's general, uh, attorney general, and all this bullshit. It's it, it'd be it wouldn't be far fetched to think the son of a bitch still alive. But it that's the kind of world we live in. But this is the guy that uh, Atwood is exposing. He he's bringing down. <laughs> that's one of the funnier things when when people make the claim that um, oh you know. Oh. Stay away from Atwood. He's he's doing a good thing. He's exposing pedophiles. And I always ask him, who exactly has he exposed? And I never get shit exactly. except crickets. Crickets. And more motherfucking oh, crickets. We get the whole old chance of Jimmy Savile, Bishop Ball. You know, all the ones that we know from what? Our grandparents, great-grandparents. Yeah. Era. The that, ones that are That dead. were exposed by <laughs> other people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, they were exposed all by other people. people. All he's doing is regurgitating old information. Um, but people like to give him that title that he's the one exposing uh, corruption and all this nonsense. But I don't know. Uh, all we can keep on doing is, you know, keep doing our work and keep exposing, you know, exposing him for the fraud that he is. And one thing I noticed on the T-Bone fundraiser that if you press the blue button of contribute, it will, um, Sean will give you a book if you pay like $50 or $100 <laughs> for his books. I just noticed that. I was on the website. Yeah. So he's also hawking his book, too. Oh, yeah. Did you... Did you by chance catch what uh Darren G had to say about Sean and his books. God, I love that. that was good. Did you 
catch it where he apparently buys his own damn books and then he goes around giving them away <laughs> and you know i had heard that um i had that somebody was talking to wild man in a live chat once and you know wild man's defending his friend and they just started talking about sean buying his own books and thinking hey this person and they they started spitting out other things that could not just necessarily be defining as a troll trying to piss off wild men and wild men just basically left after that yeah and so that we stuck in the back of my mind wondering is that in fact true it's i don't know <laughs> oh you, there is um Sean is he does have a script he wrote a script about he and wild men's life it's i don't know what percentage of it's based on fact or not or fantasy but he has sent it to like hollywood studios i don't know if he's gotten any response or what have you i did hear about that yeah i that was one of those things that was uh someone that made, me made a post that. yeah on our little facebook group there um yeah someone mentioned that yeah it's it's amazing how many you know and i think andrew guy said that at some point she's like the people that are online some of them are would make like freaking awesome detectives you know with the amount of information they're able to dig up and and scope and that's where you know my buddy craig comes in uh the bloodhound he is able to sniff out all kinds of bullshit it's it's amazing. Whenever I have a question, I just go to him. I go, "Hey, man, is this true or not?" And he, 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 he can sniff it out real quick. I haven't seen him on tonight. He's I usually on. Lot. Oh, I thought maybe he was on earlier. Um, I learned a lot also from Andrew Gines, um channel too. Oh yeah, yeah. In she, reference to oh, she's because she puts a lot of stuff out there, and then. A lot of some of the stuff too, you just have to read between the lines. She gives you a hint, you know. And if you're a critical thinker, do a little more research and say, "Oh my gosh!" So that's what Anne was alluding to. Yeah. I hope she will continue videos. She's been having issues with her um, uh, computer. Because I like the video. Yeah, she's been having issues with her uh, computer setup and whatnot, um, even with her phone. Um, so that's why we haven't seen too much of her. Um, but we stay in close contact. Uh, I stay in close contact with her anyways. And um, I know, gosh, I think I did I'm one live stream where. What's that? What's that? I'm going to be very interested in Andrew God's video in reference to whatever the outcome may be between she and Sharon Gale. I'm looking forward to that video to see, you know, whatever yeah, the outcome of. Yeah, that's interesting. What you she know, has to say about it. It's it's very uh, very interesting in all aspects. But like I I mentioned before earlier on, I am one hundred percent team Anne. Um, there's there's no coming back. You know, you wanna that's that's my good friend. You know that I care about a lot, and for to see someone like to see a drunk and you know to put it in frank words to see a drunk just drag her name through the mud and, and treat her the way she was being treated 
there was no going back from that. And then, like I said earlier, that last last week when she started talking shit about myself and Craig, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a line you cannot come back from. And <laughs> that's why tonight I what, what cut a little loose. What are, your, what are your thoughts in reference to Sonia Poulton? Because I, I still think it's bizarre. I had a lot of respect for Sonia. I really did. Always enjoyed. I was the person that would set... Oh, um, my timer when she would appear on Sean's uh, channel and yeah. I also was a subscriber to her channel but that bizarre situation after the daddy gate with her it's like okay what uh, I've heard rumors that Sean has something on her so she was compelled to do that but I mean that's just bizarre what yeah. do you make of that yeah I mean I was holding off on, on Miss yeah. Poulton for the longest time I didn't want to give my opinion one way or the other. I wanted to let a lot of the facts come out before I actually said anything. And the more she kept quiet and the more she stayed away from it, the more respect I lost for her. Um, and then I know, when was it, a couple of weeks ago she was on BNT with Mr. Butthole, or I'm sorry, <laughs> with Mr. Butt. And they were talking, and she was kind of reprimanding him again, but could have gone harder. So, I don't know. I've told Miss Sonia she, she's more than welcome to show up on here as well. I haven't heard a goddamn thing, and I probably won't. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny how this little measly-ass channel has gotten around. So, they, they watch this. They listen to it. Um, I think that you should... Um... If you're in communication with Sonia, I think you should continue. Then maybe eventually she may, um, you know, interview with you. Because and, and, I, I, hopefully she should realize at this point, you're not going to ambush her. A lot of people respect Sonia Poulton, even after the daddy gate and what have you, you know. Um, so I... I try. I try not to ambush anyone. Anyways, you know, I whenever I because I think she would be very. She would be invaluable to interview. Yeah. No, I I try to I try to give everyone a fair shake. I I want people to be able to tell their side of the story. If I see bullshit, I'm gonna call it out. Bullshit. And uh, that's just that's just the way I roll. And so I've I've already extended that invitation. Mm -hmm. Sonia knows where to find me. I'm I'm right here in this little measly ass YouTube channel that Sean likes to call. <laughs> Who me? And he's a big fan and ex subscriber as well. Um, and obviously, you, know, you started your own YouTube channel. You didn't need your father, like Sean Derek Atwood Derek started. Atwood, yeah, Sean, yeah um, started Sean's YouTube channel. So you actually started your own. You didn't need your father and your mother to start your channel, he, right? He, he well he. <laughs> To play devil's advocate, he would argue, well, you had to use my fall from grace, you know, to launch your channel. But I would retort to that stupid-ass excuse by saying he wouldn't be where he was if it wasn't for Epstein, you know? So it's all nonsense. It, again, it goes back to what we said earlier. A lot of the shit he likes to, a lot of the mud he likes to throw and, and 
shit he likes to talk is the exact same stuff that he is doing himself. You know, at the end of the day, so. At the end of the day.